Live from Oakland, California, it's the Insert Credit Podcast. How you guys doing today? Pretty okay. I'm alright, I guess. Sweet. So, uh, joining me from Oakland, California, is Brandon Sheffield of Necrosoft. How you doing, Brandon? Hey, that's me. That's I'm true. good. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling Oaklandy. Cool. It's nice and um, sunny out. It is. It's 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 a uh, it's a sunny, beautiful day in Oakland, as as every day tends to be in Oakland. Uh, and actually, before we move on, I should point out to our uh, long-standing listeners that I am not your typical host, Alex Gorblack Shaffy. I am uh, the occasional guest host, I guess. Um, but you know what? We'll we'll make it, guys. We'll make it. This will work. Do it. I'm going to be the guest host next time. Everybody. Uh, Tweet at Frank if you want me to be the guest host. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that voice there is uh, joining us from Oakland, California. That's uh, Tim Rogers from Action Button Entertainment. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing all right. I got Care Bears over here because they're like what I basically do with my life. Is I, this Care is Sun bears. Baby and this is Green Baby. That's what their beautiful. names are. Sun so, Baby and Green Baby. Your day, from what I understand, consists of uh, Sun Baby, Green Baby, and Unity. Yes. Yes, Unitavy. Unitavy, <laughs> as, as we call it around here. Unity Care Bear is the worst one. I do a whole lot of Unity stuff. Man, Frank, I haven't sent you the newest stuff, the new hotness. I just, I keep, the hotness just keeps venting out, and uh, I need some way to, uh, I, 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 you know, I need to contain the hotness so that <laughs> I can then send it to you. But, uh, yeah, there's a couple new really hot things. Okay, I'll experience those. Hot I'm gonna things. put. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to Zynga in a couple of days for a, a you know, for a, a, a something, the official like, for real, not as a joke. But here's the joke part of the sentence. And uh, <laughs> when I when I go to Zynga, I'm going to have one of these games on an iPad, and I'm gonna say, "All right, give me a million dollars, and I'll leave this on the table." Is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Well, you'll have to let us know how that works out. Uh, Hopefully, it'll work out pretty well by sending us uh, new cars with with the the results uh, scratched into the hood. New if cars, a, please. If I get a million dollars, yeah, I'll buy a couple of cars. Why not? Sweet. So, uh, format of the show is as follows: We will discuss a series of topics. Uh, today, we'll be discussing nine topics, each of them for six minutes long. Uh, at the end of the six-minute period, a sound will go on to uh, indicate that we're done talking about that. Um, and actually, I should take this time to find where that is, because as you guys know, Google up- upgraded a bunch of stuff today. Yeah. And I don't know where anything is. Okay, Google Effects. Yep. i got to download an app, apparently. Okay, we're good. We have sounds. Are yeah. you guys ready for topic number one? No. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, Tim. We're going to have to move on anyway. With Let's the original- do it. Okay. <laughs> I did it. You did it. I, did it. I do that every time. I love it. You do. With the All original right. Wii, Nintendo managed to get the entire family together to share experiences in the living room. How might they go about doing the same thing in video games as unexplored territory? Uh, the do bathroom. Mean, do you mean the living room or the living groom? Uh, <laughs> I live in groom. Well, the bathroom? Are you serious? Yeah. Are you high? There already is games in the bathroom. It's called iPhone, baby. No, but you have to get the whole family in there. Yeah. Uh, what? Are you, are you serious? 
are you actually suggesting that people don't get their whole family in the bathroom to watch them play Ziggurat on the iPhone? I mean, I'm suggesting not only that, but I'm suggesting that Nintendo doesn't make iPhone games either. Mom, I've got 500 kills and the turds won't stop. Get in here. Little Betty, come look at my high score. Take a look at it. Get the whole family into the bathroom. Now, they don't well, be there at the same time, okay? They just have to have a shared experience in the bathroom. Well, I mean, a TV that is attached to the wall directly across from the pot, or mm-hmm. the hopper, as my dad calls it. My dad's from uh, from West Virginia. Wait, the so hopper can... is where coins are collected in, in a coin-operated machine. That is true. Uh, that's the, probably the reason I remembered that. My dad calls a toilet the hopper. He's like, he's like, there's something wrong with the hopper. And the only reason I, uh, I remember this today is because for the first time ever in this house, I've been living in this house for two months or two years this week, right? Two years this week. Mm-hmm. So I've been living in this house. And uh, for the first time in those two years, uh, the toilet won't stop flushing. It'll flush, and then it'll be making a noise, and I have to go turn the thing up. And I, I always think whenever I go visit my parents, I'm like, what's the problem with the toilet? Like, their toilet makes noise all the time, and it's always like, oh, don't use that hopper in there, my dad will say. It's, or, then, or he'll be like, hey, or he'll, like, come out of the bathroom, and he'll, he'll point at me, and I'll be sitting there on the sofa, and he'll go, you can use the hopper in there. It's all right. That, the, that hopper is okay today. You can use it. And I'm like, okay. So I thought of the word hopper for the first time today. I was like, something wrong with my hopper. So it's a game about knowing whether or not the hopper that's, is capable. Well, that's you, what, that's I, 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 I bring up that example of my dad not for no reason at all. I bring it up because uh, that is the most family cooperative thing that I've ever known to happen mm-hmm. in or around a bathroom is uh, whether the hopper works or not. You remember that, uh, that Wii U game that we designed to be played with, with, testicles? Your, with, your, with your testicles? You could probably do it with dumps too. Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't I, sound. Uh, well, you gotta I know that Jaffe wanted us to leave the dumps behind last podcast, but uh, but dumps are funny. Dumps Angry are funny. And you know what? He's not hosting Angry this turds. podcast. I'm I'm hosting this podcast. Yeah, a good old game of Angry Turds. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you could. Uh, how would you get what? Like you? How would you tell that they were in the bathroom? Well. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they don't actually have to physically be there at the same time. I'm envisioning some kind of waterproof thing in the shower, uh, and mm-hmm. it's 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 the wee fit of getting clean. It's like the wee clean, wee clean. Yeah, you you could have a a, a waterproof wee condom on the thing. Yeah, that uh, that keeps it all scrubbing fresh. Put it. Put a. Uh, put a back scrubber on the back of it because it's got those handles. You could probably put it behind yourself and just rub your lower back. With now, that. now we're we're not restrained to the Wii. Like this, this could be a new console. A new console. This could be yeah, a Nintendo P or something. Um. Well, I mean, I. What if Nintendo started just making turlets and uh, mm-hmm. putting some fun Nintendo- games in there? Nintendo toilet. Nintendo toilet. What would a uh, Nintendo toilet be? Well, it would be it would be something where it uh you know it registers your volume of urine or perhaps the direction of it and speed of it. Well, and, uh, uses... okay. So the iPhone's going to have a a, t- a fingerprint sensor, so it can have like a bum print sensor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you sit on it, uh, then after you step off the toilet, it has cameras under the rim, three D cameras that take pictures of your feces, Obviously. and. Uh, 
then it puts them up on the TV and it asks you to identify <laughs> which family members uh, uh, feces it is. And it's like, that looks like dad because he eats a lot of uh, celery, right? Yeah. And, and then That was little choose- Judy with all that corn. And so it just it just becomes a Wii U uh, everybody votes channel for the family. Sure, everybody and, poops. It's called everybody poops, and it has like which a is true, yeah. And it has it has their me's face, and then you go global with it, and uh-huh. you have a me's face, and then you have like five choices of feces, and you choose which me you think looks like it made those feces, and then you just get points, and they just scale up. You get like uh, every every uh, hour you get five multiple choices where you're allowed to like guess four dumps from around the world. And also, just in the family, it really brings everybody together. And well, gets, now, it now, gets them talking about diet and, and fitness. Sure. But it also, yeah. I mean, uh, it doesn't have to be individuals that you identify. Maybe you can identify by region, right? Like, like which continent did this turd come from? It yeah, came exactly. from the incontinent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't think that's possible because... No. Incontinence, yeah. usually they're not turds, In, right? They're, they're things. They're... Um, but the uh, I, I have to say that this is kind of limiting limiting our audience a little bit because people pee more than they poop. So I think we, we, we'll, we'll have an expansion, right? With, a, with Everyone a... poops. As the title says, everyone poops. It's, it's perfect, though, because everybody defecates at least once a day, right? Yeah, not healthy. always true. If they're healthy, yeah. Yeah. You have once a day. That's that's all there is to it. Yep, that got cut off there, everybody. But uh, yeah, I mean, it could be sort of a brain age thing, uh, <laughs> making sure that you go once a day, right? Like yeah, brainage. Like what? What is your what is your butt age or something? You can call this one dra- uh, drainage. Whole age, they would call it. What's your whole age? Turdage. All Turdage. right. Moving on. Uh, Brandon Boyer, you guys know Brandon Boyer. Yeah. BB, as I call him. Yeah. Got a beard on his face. Yep. He's, his name is Brandon, and he's not you. Um, so today he announced that he and uh, some collaborators are launching something called Horizon at E3 this year. Did you guys hear about this? Yeah. So it's uh, it's billed as an alternative E3 press conferences pre- press conference, pardon, singular. That promises to highlight a lineup of beautiful games from uh, studios small and large. So my question is, when Horizon is no longer different enough at E3, like two years from now, like what alternative press conference are we going to need to organize as an alternative to the alternative press conference? Alternative. Alternative, alternative press conference? Yeah, because this one's just going to become like the new normal. I think, uh, I, I, I don't know, I'm, I, I always see these game jams, and I think game jams are cool, right? Yeah, but... Why can't there be like a game jam where it's like like 300 people working on one game? So I think you can, <laughs> you could do like a, get like like 100,000 people together to make one game. That's my alternative alternative thing. And we we would make a full AAA game that is just like huge AAA quality with all this cloud software in in like eight hours, and then we would announce it and release it for sixty dollars at the end of the uh, experience. What do you think? I think that that sounds like a nightmare trying to make a game <laughs> with that many people. Yeah, you definitely have to have everything that everyone has to do planned out, and it, there probably wouldn't be a whole lot of uh, uh, wiggle room. 
In yeah, no no individual freedom particularly no. there. Be like you're drawing a door. The door looks like this. Yeah. Although it would be really interesting to see what people's interpretations of those things were, but you certainly wouldn't be able to put them together unless it was cohesive. I think uh let's see. What what would the alternative be? I think it would be uh hmm. My idea is the best. It's a pretty good one. Okay, maybe it's not that good. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I mean, we certainly open new doors with with uh, the Everybody Poops channel, but I don't know if we can do an entire press conference around that kind. Everybody of slams experience. is what we would call it. Everybody dunks. Oh, uh, it could be a press conference about stuff that isn't video games, just to prove a point. Yeah, well, I mean, we could we could just circle it back around and do it only about like advertising in games and monetization mm. schemes and stuff and just only do that. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Ready? Yeah. Uh, Brady and Prima team up and they hold a really wild press conference to announce all of their upcoming strategy guides. Mm. Nice. So a strategy guide conference. Well, no, uh, just, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, it, I guess it is a conference. Technically it's a press conference. It's not what I think of as a conference, but yeah. Yeah. Strategy conference. You could have a, uh, a a fun conference organized by a bunch of quote unquote gamers about gamers? what they want in the new Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> Call of Duty, more like it. Like a a, a press release stating we want to ha- be able to shoot this kind of man, and uh, we want this kind of gun. And when I stab a guy, he's got to have a geyser of blood just flying out of him. Also, I want to be able to switch away from it so that when my mom walks in, she doesn't know that I'm playing a game I'm not supposed to play. It switches to Sesame Street automatically. Yes. Time. But it's, always, it's always the same segment of Sesame Street. Yeah. So mom thinks you're just watching the same episode over and over. Yeah, your mom thinks you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> watching the same episode, but... Uh, when is he going to learn about C? He's been <laughs> studying the letter C for ages. He's 27. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I I I think there is some serious truth in what you were just saying. Um, like if we're actually thinking future, long term, yeah, uh, there might be something to the idea of you know community or user generated stuff being its own highlighted thing at at whatever the big game conference becomes, right? Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh you know there's I I don't know if there actually I I feel like it's more that there won't be a big game conference because, you know, Minecraft had its own thing. Minecon, it's called. Penny Arcade Expo is its own thing. That even Penny Arcade Expo. That, that David Serlin fella is making his own little conference yep. for himself. I mean, um, what about, like, a huge fighting tournament where people play Street Fighter? Evo! Yeah. Yeah, those those Evo and, uh, and CEO and whatever conferences, those are really cool, too. CEO, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, well, CEO, let's, what, is, let's, what is CEO? CEO is is just like Evo, except for some reason, I C-E-V-O. watched. I wound up watching. I think they had a really good video solution there for some reason because I wound up watching a lot of their videos when I was. Was it Twitch TV in Spain or something? It was Twitch TV, but it wasn't just that. They had they had commentary on everything, so it wasn't only you know Street Fighter. They also had uh, a lot of. Well, they they streamed all the things with commentary and then chopped them up and displayed them well for later. Uh, they, they I think they were all about getting publicity uh, more than Evo, 
needs it. So um, it's harder to find videos from from Evo, I think, than it is from from smaller conferences that want to make a name for themselves. But anyway, I think yeah, those those kinds of micro conferences are going to be more like a thing. I could see a conference that just has Bennett Foddy's newest monstrosities in it or something. Yeah, there's, let's, there's, let's, let's assume there's always going to be a need for there to be a big gathering for major media to see what the new video game products are that are that are big commercial products. What about a need for arguing, speed? Arguing that, uh, you know, that, that they will exist in some form forever. You know, what would that look like, I guess? Because I agree with the micro-conference thing, but you can't have that for every game. Man, you know, since everything's going to be digital download, maybe the entire thing will be online and they're just streaming their press conference to you and then they're like, here's a list of all the games and if you have a press account, you can log in and yeah. play them on on, on the web. On live or whatever, yeah. Yeah, that would be a, an interesting kind of situation. Yeah, I could see that. Bong! <laughs> Alright, uh, number three. Um, we mentioned this earlier, but something else that happened today was uh, Google's I.O. conference in San Francisco. Google A regrettable place, if there, if there was one. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to highlight two things that were announced there today, so, so pay attention. You ready? I'm doing it. All right. The first is a new location API. It does two things that I find interesting. Uh, it knows if a user is walking, driving, or cycling. And it also uses what's called geofencing, so it defines an area in the world and it knows whether the user is, is in or out of that circle. Got it? Yeah. yeah. All right, and then the second uh, thing that I found interesting is they've reworked Google Maps so that uh, it, the maps customize themselves based on what you're looking at. So if you're looking at a restaurant, the map will just suddenly morph into a, a, a map that's, like, catered around that restaurant. So it'll have uh, related businesses. It'll have photos that were taken around it. It'll, you know, it'll, it'll have... Uh, friend recommendations from friends that also like that place. So it's, I, I think that's kind of early days, but the point being that, that there are custom maps that generate themselves based on where you are. So using these three tools, can we come up with a game that would actually be fun to play? Geofencing, you say? Yes. Ding dong. Well, there's... I, there, I, uh, 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 there's that uh, that new... That new game that came out that's, what, what's it called, like GeoShare or something? The, the, the uh, Google-made one, right? Or, no, <laughs> no, 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 you're, you're talking about, yeah, the, okay. I the saw one where you're on. identifying locations, uh, geographical, you're, you're looking at Google Street View and then you have to li- identify where it is. Uh, right. It obscures it from you and then you guess and then it tells you if you how far away you were. Uh, that, that's a pretty cool that's thing. Kind of, yeah, that's a cool thing too, but that's, you know, an on the couch kind of game. These features are, you know, tracking where you are physically, right? I guess the uh the the, the Hideo Kojima thing would be uh a game that requires you to just be outside of your neighborhood for one phase and then for another phase can only be executed in your neighborhood. So there's like like you can you can do a specific task away from home and you can uh-huh. do another another task at home, so you can kind of like grind outside of home and then do the main thing. At yeah, home and then you can yeah. attack the dungeons only when you're at home. Can you fight? I hate the, the dungeons. Yeah, <laughs> gotta, just gotta, gotta hit them. Gotta hit them hard. Uh, you want to fight the dungeon actually really hard. 
there's there's a potential between these three things I think and and honestly I didn't think of this beforehand it just came up with it now but there's there's some kind of treasure hunt thing if you mix the three right where it it knows where you are uh you can you can kind of auto generate like custom treasure maps by clicking where you, like specific locations and it knows if you're if you're uh driving or cycling or walking um and it and it knows if you're if you're in a circle or not. So there there's some kind of like find the thing kind of game. Well, yeah. So I guess yeah. that's probably uh, ARGs, right? Yeah. It's it's al- al- alternate reality games where you've got. Uh... I think it's augmented reality game actually. What I think it's I argumentative reality. Argumentative. Did I not say augmented? I thought you said alternate reality. Oh man, I think I bet I did. I probably certainly did. meant augmented. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, alternate reality. I, I'd, games I'd rather play alternate reality play. games. Yeah, yeah. God, this real reality. God darn it, man! It's a it's a dumb one. Yeah, um, dumb so yeah, some something like one of them's would be a real thing. Uh, that would be fun, and it would also be interesting if Google uh could lie to you and you had to figure out what the lie was about what you were being told. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. like. It's showing you some photos of things that happened near this restaurant or in this hotel, and you have to figure out which of those are reality and what you should act on and what you should not. You know, I think with these three features, you could do a Where in My Neighborhood is Carmen Sandiego. Yeah. I want to play Where in My Neighborhood is Carmen Sandiego really bad. Where, where in your house is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know if I've discussed this. is totally off topic, but uh, have I discovered? Have, have I discussed with you guys my discovery that the fourth Carmen Sandiego game is where in North Dakota is Carmen Sandiego? You've mentioned it to me, but I don't know that you've mentioned it on the podcast. I'm I feel like I've this. heard something similar to that from you, uh, yeah. and it was probably that. It's probably exactly that. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's probably exactly that. It's probably it's so similar, similar that it was it. Because it was, was it was like joke. where in the world, where in USA, like. Where in time? Where in space? And then where in, in the North heck? Dakota. Is there a where in the heck? Um, not yet, but we could make that with Google Maps and with uh, geofencing. Geofencing is going to be so cool once people finally figure it out. <clears throat> yep, it's one of my favorite kinds of fencing. <laughs> I don't like normal fencing. I like it when it's uh, geometrical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so like I, the, uh, the one fence... Uh, the electric one, that that kind. <laughs> it's my favorite sort of fence. So I think we kind of figured that one out, basically. Yeah, I think so. It's it's like technology's too new to really, you know, come up with something solid. But I'm kind yeah. of interested. Like, just, I think... just add those Google glasses in there, and then and then you and then, get... and then 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 it's a thing. Is All it right? Google glasses or Google Glass? Google Which one glass. is it? It's glass. That, that was a joke. I know. Uh, oh yeah. Well, it wasn't a very good joke. Because I took it very seriously. I mean, is it Google Glasses or Google Glass? It's Google. Oh, you did it again. <laughs> I see. So if I mean, I could imagine a whole bunch of Google Glass games, like games where you have to like like wink at people while a crosshair is like on their head to headshot them, and then it'll yeah. be like, like you killed this many people today, or it's like if you make eye contact with a person. Someone should make the "I Crush Your Head" app uh, from from uh, Kids in the Hall. 
People would I play that. I, I think that's. I think that's gonna. It's, okay. it's, yes, you do. I stayed it, out of the hall most of the time. It's the I thing played. where you're 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 looking, as someone is far away, and so their head appears very tiny, and you can just crush it between your fingertips. Just that line is, that, that up. That will absolutely be an app that's good. Yeah, just line it up in your Google Glass. Says. <laughs> Are you sure it's glasses? No. Are you sure it's Google Glasses? I'm sure that it's not. Because I've heard both. Like, I've totally heard both. And it, uh, it is only the one glass, even though I keep saying glasses. I can't. And it's tell. not even made of glass, as far as I can tell. Maybe the lens part has glass. Are you sure? <laughs> All right, gentlemen, we're moving on. Uh, we're going to do one more topic, and then we're going to take a short intermission. Oh, a short intermission for urine peeing. Yes, for urine peeing. <laughs> Tim's going to go play, uh, 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 oh, God, what, what, what do we call that thing? Angry turds? Angry turds. No, I'm going to play angry peeing. Uh, everybody poops is what we call Everybody it. poops. That's the one. All right. Uh, topic number four. Uh, this might be a repeat performance, but I don't care. Let's talk re- about our reaper reperformance. Yes, I think we could talk about this forever. Let's talk about our favorite speed runs. This isn't a question. Go. Okay. Um, so speed runs. Tool. Are we talking tool assisted speed runs or? Either way, my favorites tend to be tool assisted. Yeah, I sure like a whole lot of them tool assisted ones. Um, tool assisted is probably the best because I love tools. Yeah. So I really enjoy the ones. Uh, a, a lot of the Castlevania games uh, for the DS and GBA have glitchy things due to the, just the way that the maps are set up to be all loaded at the same time. They they just yeah. kind of have some holes in there where you can just kind of sluice through a little corner of something and rocket your way up to uh, to Dracula and defeat him in, in like 12 seconds. And God, that... I love racketing my way up to Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of stuff is pretty fantastic, and I really like that. One that I, I mentioned... like when the guy gets hit by the... Like, you get hit by a, a, a bird or a bat, and it, like, knocks you up yeah. a level. Yeah, it knocks you up, like, into the stratosphere. Um... Or just so stop I, to save 20 seconds, yeah. But sorry, I, yeah, go on. I like those things. Um, I, one I mentioned last week is I really liked that non-tool-assisted, uh, not even a speed run, but just I can do this battle of Julius Belmont. Uh, the the Julius Belmont battle in one of the DS games, I keep forgetting which one. Where Aria of Sorrow. Aria of Sorrow, where he's got... Uh, no equipment, and it's just punches that are that do one damage, and it takes him five minutes to, to do that. It's like an amazing feat. I'm uh, sure not sorry I played that game. You know, I gotta I got say, like, that brings up an interesting point, which is that I would like to see more tool-assisted plays as opposed to speed runs. Like, yeah. like um, just to quickly fill you guys in, uh, the, the idea of a tool-assisted speed run is how fast can I make this game go from turning it on to triggering the ending using only button input? And the tool-assisted part is because they're using emulators where they can do tricks like slowing it down. Uh, they can go frame by frame. They could save and reload if they mess up. Uh, they can they can do weird things like push two directions on the D-pad at the same time because the emulator doesn't know any better. Um, I've yeah. I've heard of I've heard of speed runs on the Super Nintendo where they emulated four different multi taps going in at the same time to get like 
you know, several button presses from different ones going at the same time. Um, I can chill with that. Yeah, there's there's a so the um the game uh X Men the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Um that game the has, Genesis that's number on Genesis. two on number two on the Genesis. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So as as re, uh, listeners may or may not recall, that game starts out you just start straight in the game playing as a character and you have to play through a whole first sequence um until you get to the title screen before you get to the title screen and get to choose who you are and so the game automatically starts you off usually as Cyclops or Wolverine but the fastest character is Nightcrawler and in this tool speedrun they found that if they messed around with like putting in a second controller and like fiddling with some buttons on that controller they could they could um manipulate what character they started with. And so they wound up being able to start with Nightcrawler, who ordinarily you never would be able to. Could you manipulate the character or matriculate the character? Matricular. Um, He masticated Nightcrawler. Yeah. Masticulate. Um, But another thing I really like is when people do... I love when people do little funny little dances and such. such Yeah. Like when there's, there's just... You know, they've got to wait on an elevator, so they wind up like pointing their gun in different directions to the music and stuff or yeah. uh, which is something we all do anyway but yeah so i was not, just watching not this affected to the beat like they can do yeah i was watching this awesome 5 minute speed run of altered beast where they took a super homoerotic game and oh, yeah, made I, even I more this. so yeah. by making all the bears have sex with each other and just That's like, hot. uh put like making the the wolves crouch in front of each other and stuff. It was just, it was totally juvenile and stupid, but uh, but it made it, it made what would have been a really boring speed run like incredibly entertaining. Yeah, it's super super entertaining. So I love God. I love being entertained. I love those that have high entertainment value, and then um, there's also ones like you know uh, watching um, certain games. You can actually get tips for how to play better. Yeah. Uh, like I was watching uh, the Jewel Master one, and I haven't watched it all the way to the end because I want to try to beat it myself first. But having played through the first three levels a bunch of times, I watched what combinations of of weapons they used and things. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of a good idea, um, and that's kind of fun. Get a little beta, and, as they say. You know what I prefer to uh, any kind of speed run? What's that? Is just one of those videos that's like labeled long play. Yeah, I like them know? too. Yeah. I like a long play, not a let's play, but a long play yeah. where the person is playing the game, they're not necessarily a, a, a crazy genius, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're playing it and they're just, you know, and they're not, they're not dying. There's a delicate balance. They're not dying. They're just playing the game and having fun with it, you know? Yeah, like and then they're showing you all the parts of the game. Yeah, I like those. Really t- I like those too. Um, I like those for, you know, showing me all the surface of the game. Do you guys want to one up this? Because I want to. Sure. Okay. Uh, I like that for for showing me all the surface of the game, like everything that you would normally be able to do. And I like tool assisted speed runs for for showing me the game's underbelly and basically yeah. showing me how where the code breaks down. My favorite is, I don't know if people do this very often other than me, but when I've done playthroughs of, like, 
like, you know, when I get an unreleased NES game and I put a video up of it, what I do is I, I use the the uh, tools that a tool assisted speedrunner would use. I, I do the saving and loading and slowing down and stuff, but I use it just to make sure the video is not boring, mm-hmm. that I don't, I, that I never miss, you know, or 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 die unexpectedly, and uh, so I've done long plays. I've done like tool assisted long plays where you're seeing the oh, whole game. TALPs. Yeah, you're, so you're seeing you're seeing the whole game and you're seeing it played by someone who knows what they're doing, but. Uh, you eliminate the possibility of screwing up and slowing down the pacing. And uh, I think that's the way to go, and I think more people should do that. And uh, I also want to point out that Pokemon speedrun that wasn't really a speedrun, but do you know which one I'm talking about where the guy... Oh, that one's insane. Yeah, yeah the guy um, like writes a program and executes it in the game uh, by, yeah. man- by manipulating... Yeah, My Little Pony song. But... Yes, of course. <laughs> but like, he man- he, by manipulating items and where they're stored, he's able to, and I mean, I, I can't even wrap my head around it, but he's basically able to write a program within Pokemon and then write, you know, a way to execute it, and then he executes it, and it's a simple program where it just displays a picture of balloons and plays a song from My Little Pony, but that was insane. Yeah, it's pretty nuts what he, what he did there. Uh, like, that's just with button presses. Some deep level assembly knowledge. Yeah. Um, Oh, and then yeah. my other favorite like that is uh, Super Mario Land 2. Do you remember this one, Brandon? Where um, there, there's, a, there's a trick in that game where you can get Mario to fall through the environment and go into sort of, like, garbage data, like he's in the yeah. RAM of the game. I thought that was on the GBA, I mean, on the Game Boy. Wasn't that's, it? What I, that's what I said, didn't I? Oh, yeah, you said Super Mario Land. Yeah, yeah. Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins on the Game Boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, 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 man, he manages to go through the floor and into the game's RAM, and Mario's literally walking around the game ran, ram until he hits the block that that is the data that triggers the ending. So it's yeah. actually Mario going through the the code of his own game and executing the ending by hitting a block. That's that's one of my favorites too. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. All right, um, we're gonna take a short intermission. Uh, Enter toilet. I think you're probably only hearing this if you're a listener to the live broadcast, unless uh, the editing didn't go very well. So uh, grab yourself a drink, have yourself a pee. Grab uh, yourself a drink. Don't mix those two things together. Have yourself a pee. And uh, we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Um, so let's uh, let's put, pick the edit up from here. Topic number five: Try on Worlds and the Sci-Fi Channel, or or Sifi or whatever Skiffy. they're calling themselves. Skiffy. Sci-Fi. 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 Oh, you know, it's it's Sifi now, isn't it? Because now it's F Y F Y. Yeah, it's Sifi. Yeah. Uh, what was there, the point of that? To make it more I, marketable? To I'd make like, it more like a fake word? To fool people who don't like sci-fi into watching sci-fi? I don't it, know. To fool it is people really who don't, stupid. Who don't know that it's not a, a real word? I, I guess. To know that, uh, like, yeah, maybe I, so I they could copyright it. CR it, mm. yeah. Well, anyway, they're, they're, they've uh, teamed with Tryon World, as you may know. They're collaborating on an MMO television hybrid called Defiance. What a terrible uh, name. Yes, it is. Uh, okay, so going. The show informs the game. The game informs the show. Uh, there's a plot that progresses simultaneously, blah, blah, blah. You've all been playing it, right? Yeah, naturally. I'm playing the bejesus yeah. out of it. Constantly. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so 
you know, there, there are certain flaws, I think, but it's, it's kind of a compelling idea. So uh, how would you go about creating consistency between an online game and an ongoing television show? First of all, I would definitely want I would definitely want to make the thing uh, named something that you can remember. That's the first thing. Yeah. Because right now we have dishonored, defiance, injustice. Yep. Uh, injustice again being the name of a a game about DC Comics superheroes fighting each other in a Mortal Kombat. Style game. So, like, why isn't it called DC Superhero Fighting Game or something? DC yeah. Combat or something. Yeah, DC Combat. DC Comic DC Combat. Combat. DC Combat's already kind of clever because it's almost DC Comics. It's DC Combat. That's yeah. great. That's yeah. great. You, it's yeah. such a better name. And it's like, especially in this world where everybody makes up a god darn word for their company just so they can, you know, get the dot .com, which, you know, I can't really blame them because uh, you want the dot .com, obviously. Yeah. And, and 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 Siffy is uh, less letters than sci-fi, so that's a four-letter. Did they get the dot-com for that? They probably did. They probably paid some millions. Uh, they must. Uh, like, you know, you'd make a word like, like Star Blasters or something. That that kind of tells me. Like, okay, here I'm I'm telling you what's up. I don't know anything about this Defiance other than that it's a TV show and an MMO at the mm-hmm. same time. Um. Massively multiplayer TV RPG. Um, that's all I know about it. Now, I don't know what the theme of it is, but I'm presuming it's science fiction. But yeah, the, that's, that's my assumption as well, yes. I think there's I space it travel, and there's people who are not quite human kind of aliens. And then people that are defiant against them. Probably, yeah. There's, there's probably like a, like a resistance and, mm-hmm. and like, like, a, like a, a Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of a Star Wars sort of thing. Probably, Star- I mean, I'm just assuming because it's sci-fi and that's all they ever do. I mean, Star Wars kind of that tells you what's going on right there, you know. So yeah. I'm looking it up. Apparently, they've got the uh, the music composer from Battlestar Galactica. So take back oh, that, everything that, I said. That's that bear guy, right? Bear McCreary. Take yeah. back everything I said. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I, I, so- I'm joking. So I'm joking. I mean, the the idea, I guess, is that like an event happens in the TV show. And then, and then that it affects the quest. world of the game for the next week or whatever. Um, and then, uh, in, in theory, vice versa, right? Like, maybe, I think if you, maybe uh, there's a fight in the game between two factions, and the winning faction determines what happens in the show. Maybe. Yeah, I, I would like to see something that is maybe a little simpler than that, that's like... Um, I think keep it meat and potatoes, yeah, like, where mm-hmm. something happens on TV... And that makes something happen in the game. Period. I mean, I mean, like the, the Walking Dead. Um, what GWG. if, what if the Walking Dead, you know, the video game that we have now by Telltale, if, if that and the TV series started the same way, and then players are allowed to make choices, and depending on what percentage of people make choices in the game, the game will go one way, and the the TV show will go another way, and they can they can kind of reconverge since mm. it'll really be like one choice or another for this sort of thing um, you know like yeah. who's alive and who's dead uh, kind of stuff and it could uh, you could you could interweave those in a, a simpler but still like like just basically make it um, you know people voting on American Idol yeah but that uh, sounds like a whole lot of work though 
It does. And, for the TV, especially for the TV series. Yeah. It's just, a, to me, it's a flawed concept to begin with because... I mean, I don't want to do it. Oh, I, know, so. I, know. I, I think <laughs> no. the only way it would ever happen is if you just keep it straight up. Uh, the stuff happens in the TV show and that unlocks new quests in the game, yep. period. Uh, there's no... You, you, the players aren't putting anything in yeah. to the game. Uh, the player, The players... These are having their own personal journey, but the world's evolving around them. Okay, hey, how about how about this? What if what if players uh, only registered players can vote on what will happen in the TV show, and then that will directly affect what happens in the game? Yeah, but like, how soon are we talking it happening in the TV show? Like, so is the TV show like you know a South Park production? Yeah, are they gonna? Yeah, I think it would have to be because. Are they going to do, like, six different CG battle scenes and have them all ready a year before the show airs? No, so no that... I'm, I'm talking about, like, like South Park style a la... You know, like, when, when Saddam Hussein was killed, um, they had an episode the next week that was Yeah, they, they make their episodes over the course of six days. That's, yeah. they, that's part of the, the thing. There's, like, a documentary about it. Yeah, on Netflix. I think I think that kind of a, th- a thing you could definitely have that that interaction if you really wanted to. So I guess the conclusion is that it's a dumb idea. Yeah, I think it's not a, a necessarily a dumb idea if you have a game that's fun. Yeah, right, and people enjoy playing it. That, usually, that's can that can be mutually exclusive with fun sometimes, um, like. You have people enjoying playing the game, and it's fun, and it's like there's a story, and you're logging into the game, and you're grinding your guy, and then there's stuff that's available to do only for a week. Zynga does this with their Farmvilles and Castlevilles. They just give you new stuff. Just, you know, that's cool. I don't see why that's not a cool thing. I think to me it's I, I agree with that and it, like I, I believe in episodic content delivery. I don't believe in the weird disconnect of going from a, a game to a TV show. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just weird. It's 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 like you know I don't know. It's like being pulled out of your experience to like be told what what the next part is and then pushed back into your experience. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah, I don't want to get pushed around my experience. I think there's a reason that it hasn't been done well before and why not more people uh, more people aren't trying to do it. I mean, yeah, totally. I mean it's it's like it's like the cross media dream in theory, right? But it's just like obviously no one's been able to do it before. MMOs are able to, you know, I know we've probably talked smack about MMOs before on here, but uh, uh and I I will talk smack about MMOs more than anybody else, but I'm pretty sure that some of these MMOs out there have done the dynamic in-world story narrative changing, uh, you know... I'm pretty sure that Rift, Tryon's first game, did that. Yes, they definitely did that. I remember them doing that. EVE Online has done that. Yeah, EVE Online is definitely one of the better ones at that sort of thing. EVE Online. So it's like, I don't see why not make a TV show. If the TV show's good, you know, like, why not? I'm surprised there's I'd not an Battle Eve Star TV Galactica. show, actually. A, a, t- a TV E yeah. show? TV E show. TV E show? I, I, uh, it could be on the internet, so it can be a TV E show. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know, I mean, apparently t- they pretty good dense fiction in there. I would, I would uh, yeah, you know, I, I, if, 
I wouldn't mind if there was a cool show that was also related to a cool game. I don't see why that's not a cool idea. It's possible. It's just very difficult. I like a lot of TV shows, and I like a lot of... No, related to is fine. It's just that shoving them into each other's interstices. It's not that bad. I'd play a Battlestar Galactica TV show or a video game that was... You really wouldn't. No. Well, I'm I'm talking about a hypothetical game, not one of the real ones. But, like, if it had been running concurrently with the TV show uh, and there's that stuff... Or, you know, just make, make it simple. I mean, like... If it was about yeah. fighter pilots or whatever, like, this week, this week know, we're fighting these people. Take a show like Arrested Development or something and have like things that happen between episodes that you play interactively, I guess, just as a, like a Facebook marketing thing. Why not? Yeah. Um, marketing. We should move on. Gentlemen, we need to move do on. It. Yeah. Do it. All right. Uh, number six. So uh, last night, Brandon and I were in San Francisco, a, a regrettable Why? city. Um, regret- regrettable decision. Uh, but we I survived. made two video games last night, so... Um, so while we were walking around the uh, financial district of San Francisco, we, we spotted a LodgeNet game controller on the ground. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say LodgeNet, Tim? Yeah. The, so LodgeNet, for our listeners, is the uh, in-hotel video game delivery system. They'd have a game controller hooked to your TV, and you could pay God knows how much money to uh, download some games. Well, It we looks probably... a lot like a 3DO controller. It really does, or like yeah. um, an American Saturn controller or something. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay, th- so they're throwing these out now, I guess. So if that's on the street, what are they replacing it with, and what's the future of selling games to hotel guests? Yeah, because we definitely saw that on on the uh, on the ground, and I think we both kind of regretted not picking it up. Yeah. But Bums had probably have. peed all over the inside of it already. Now they, they go in the escalators. Bums? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that's actually true for anyone just tuning in. Uh, the the escalators in San Francisco are all uh, soiled by homeless people. This is like no joke. That's why they keep getting gummed up. And that's mm-hmm. why they keep getting brand new escalators because they, they can't clean them because there's just too much bum bum dropping in there. So um, I would say probably the future is similar to like um, – games in airplanes so have a touch screen on the wall next to the tor- next to the turlet and you're just poking on stuff and hey this is also good for the Nintendo idea this is yeah. what Nintendo should do next <laughs> is I already mentioned ne- that during the Nintendo conversation yeah though. so ne- next to the turlet have a just touch screen games that you can play that are on your wall but uh, why, but like on the turlet that's no longer like a shut the kids up Sort of thing, which I think. Oh yeah, fun. that's true. We hate the kids. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, I guess there's you could you could get one of them, uh, Android consoles built yeah. straight into the TV. There's that, and actually, that seems like the most plausible. In fact. Yeah, but uh, you know, how much longer are there going to even necessarily be controllers, and and should we be taking advantage of the fact that everyone's going to have a touchscreen phone anyway? Yeah, I don't know, because. Uh, you know, they those those phones already are gonna have games on them. So yep. it's it's like why why would you need to? And you're always gonna have them. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think you know dedicated games at hotels might be the way. So I don't know if you guys know this, but in in uh, hotels in Japan, like the hourly hotels, they have yeah. love they, hotels. They used to have 
I just call them hourly hotels. Sure, why not? Because, uh, you know, I, I mean, if we want to get really technical, I've been to them before and I've paid the hourly rate, but I wasn't ever actually in love. In, in, yeah, yeah. Right. I don't even want to, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. But uh, in, in a lot of those, they have, they used to have, and keep in mind, this is how my experience was like literally 10 years ago when I was going to those hotels and paying that hourly rate a lot. Um, there were Super Nintendos plugged into the TVs. So that was really cool. And it was, they were, it, it, was it just there, not locked down or anything? Oh, they were, they were locked down in these special boxes. Sure. Uh, these special multi-selector Nintendo hotel boxes. Nintendo hotel. In every, every other hotel, there were these sharp TVs mm-hmm. that had a, a Super Famicom inside the TV. So it was like a big... 32-inch TV, flat-screen TV with a Super Nintendo inside the TV with a cartridge slot in the top. And, and this the, is in uh, 2003, 2004. Yeah, yeah. So for about, the, yeah. for about the 10 years before that, they had these, right? So uh, apparently since the mid-'90s, they started having these. And there were, like, these locked-in controllers that were locked into ports that were on the front of the TV. And they were, like, extra-long cords because Super Famicom cords are, like, three feet long. I don't know if you guys at home all know this. But they were, like, six-foot-long Super Nintendo cords. And it was really cool. I played Super Mario Brothers in a lot of those hotels. It sounds pretty great if while, you, while you're waiting for the person that you're not in love with to, to, finish, to get out of the shower. To finish showering, you can yeah. play some... some uh, Super Mario Bros, and you can feel like feel like a, a, le- a regular Mario Bros. Bro. And you know h- how you left that person feeling will determine how long you get to play uninterrupted while they're in the shower weeping, or yeah. in the shower before. Usually. Yeah, I think sure. the shower. I don't know if you've first. ever been to Japan, Frank, but taking a shower beforehand is customary for a lot of <laughs> I for see. a lot of I, I, for a lot of the know. types of uh, the types of really tough pro ladies in Japan. <laughs> A lot of them, uh, that in my experience, enjoyed. It, se- it seems like the, the 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 heat of the moment would be lost. Well, no, but there's no heat of the it moment the because heat. you're planning because to go to this yeah. place. Yeah, there is no. Yeah, there's there's a lot of psychology that goes into this. Uh, uh, I had a good time at a lot of those places, <laughs> though. I mean, what what Tim? What was what? Other games did they? What was the best game that you played at one of them? Man, Super Mario All Stars or Super Mario Collection, as it's called in Japan, mm-hmm. was in all of them, and uh, that so really made me that pretty well, much no, stunts I mean, on that one every time. Oh, no, the, the, yeah, they had they had multiple cartridges, but there yeah. was a uh, uh, Assault Suits Valken was in one oh, once. Nice. So I played Assault Suits Valken. Uh, in, in an arc, in in a, a hotel at like three in the morning. I would do that. Yeah, it was really cool. Assault Suits Falcon is such an awesome game. It's pretty good. Uh, and uh, I, I think I've recommended Metal Warriors to you, Brandon, yes, for you Super have. Nintendo. So it's, it sounds it's like pretty cool. It sounds like what we're saying is put Super Nintendos in Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Nintendo should get in on it because man. Well, they used to have a GameCube in in a lot of the U.S. hotels. Do. Yeah, they need to have a virtual console box. Yeah, that's that the one. is inside the TV. Like oh, forget this console crap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and they have these uh, cheap five dollar controllers that are that are just wireless Bluetooth controllers that you can have on the nightstand that are Super Nintendo games and just have a bunch of Super Nintendo games loaded up in the TV, hundreds of them, you know, with the popular ones at the top. 
That's it. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah, I agree with you. That's uh, that's Me a really good idea. It's it's easy to pick them up. All right. Uh, on a similar topic, let's design games that would actually be fun to play on an airplane system. Yeah. On an airplane system, the, like yeah. the games that are playable with the phones, is prank well, calling people a game that you can play on on an airplane phone? I don't I don't like prank calls. They they're very. Uh, I've I've actually never prank called. They're anyone. very rude. When I say an airplane system, I'm talking about the touch screen that's unseen in front of you, which yeah. often has a phone attached to it. It's true. Well, I do like one of the things that they have on some of them, which is a it's kind of a trivia thing that has a bit of a like who wants to be a millionaire element where you can you can you you rank yourself against other passengers but also you can yeah. you know ask for help from everyone and see what other people have said about things and uh that's that's kind of a fun situation I like that one too yeah i mean that that to me is the only like actually realized airplane game that I've ever played, because most of them try to do something kind of arcadey, but you've got, like, a touchscreen that doesn't respond to anything, and or a really awful controller with yeah. this, like, nothing, you know, computer in there that can barely run stuff. You, you know it would be really um, awesome and awful? Would be a game where awesome. uh, using using the maps, like the, the map thing and the and the plane trajectory... Yeah. You have you have uh, ten bombs you can drop <laughs> across the your entire flight and and you you know you choose which places to bomb and then uh, later you can see like they can mail you the metadata of who bombed where compared to you and how many people bombed this place versus that place and uh, what places people hate. That yep. could work. Um, so. When I think about this, I think that the trivia input is the only one that works, where you're just choosing. Um, and, you know, maybe you could do a sort of series of choose-your-own-adventure games, just kind of simple, you know, mm -hmm. narrative, possibly with pictures, possibly not. Just things to keep people's minds, you know, engaged, because that's the whole point of airplane entertainment, right? It's to make them forget they're on a plane. So... Yeah. So just a you know like a like choice of the dragon or something you know like like a very simple just narrative choosing game uh, that lasts a good hour or so would be a really good diversion. Mm-hmm. And you could kind of you know like a lot of these it's either like free or pay us three dollars and you could kind of you know pay gate it after chapter one or something. There, people like it. I th I think you could also do a thing like if you're watching movies. On there, you could have a, you could have a trivia thing, yeah, happening while you're watching the movie. If you felt like it, totally. If it's maybe a movie you've seen before, and it's like I'm gonna watch Iron Man, two again, uh, and you can just have some trivia stuff. It's like, where is Tony Stark going to go next? Who is he going to call incompetent? Or yeah, something? I, uh, I am uh, pretty sure that that's basically all that I could come up with like off the top of my head is you start a, a, a like a thing and then you just like connect to your Facebook and it's like he's playing this game with trivia while he watches this movie so that like it's posting to Facebook while you're watching but only if you choose so it's like because you know how Facebook feels like a game sometimes getting on Facebook and liking and commenting and all that mm -hmm. so it's like you just know that you're interacting with Facebook while you're on an airplane and it's through movie trivia or whatever. 
It's like he just watched six episodes of Dexter on this flight because Dexter's only really worth watching on an airplane. And now he's going to murder his family. Man, Dexter, I started watching season seven of Dexter yesterday just because I was like, I guess I'll watch this. That show's so bad. Yeah, I liked season. I actually did like season one, but then season two, I they lost me halfway through, and I just yeah. was done forever. Well, it's I one heard... of those shows where I saw like billboards and ads for it and stuff, and I saw the guy in a stupid expression, and I was just immediately like, no, I don't want to watch this ever. <laughs> on on, like, on the nope. plane, uh, once I saw uh, a young lady of reasonable attractiveness who was playing the side-scrolling shooter with with skill and and she was you know I went up to go to the toilet and she was playing that game and then I went up to go to the toilet an hour later again and she was still playing that game and I was like that's a cool person so uh I think something that that shows you what people are playing cool games that you might be interested in would be also <laughs> fun it's like this this person in uh, C 24F is is playing uh, a game about She-Hulk. Yeah, maybe maybe the thing is uh, like checkers with mm-hmm. other people on the airplane. Oh, I think that exists. No, except it doesn't. Except not checkers. It would have to be like like oh, yeah. a massive Connect Four, like a massive Connect Four game that is like Connect Seventeen, and you're playing it on a on a thirty nine by thirty nine grid with everybody else on the airplane. It would, yeah, it would it would be pretty. It would actually be fun if you had something where and like every uh, five minutes you get a move and you can like everybody save up three moves to kill somebody else's pieces. It would be cool if everybody is involved in the game. Like everyone controls one element. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like one, yeah. one uh, character in a strategy game, and if they don't make their move in five minutes, then the computer moves for them or something. Yeah. Or it could be that, or it could be uh, you can save up. like You can queue up like five moves at a time, and uh, you can use them all at once. And, and then you uh, can like, go watch a movie or something and then come back. Or... Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it'll keep like yeah. pinging you and be like... And especially for like a long flight... Uh, so the the answer to this question, the definitive answer is a hyper simplified Advance Wars for mm. two hundred players. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, that, that would that's be. It. That's cool. That's what I want. All right, uh, Namco. You guys know Namco. Scamco, as it's called. <laughs> Namco. Uh, Namco just announced Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, uh, kind of an awful looking action game based on a cartoon that's based on a video game. It's basically uh, this generation Street Fighter, the movie, the game, and uh, it's left MTG. Yes, kind of left me wondering uh, what other franchises should uh, come full circle that way. Sonic X. So wait, wait a minute. What was the game that you mentioned in the very beginning? Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures, which is based on a cartoon of Pac-Man that's coming out soon, which is of course based on a video game called Pac-Man. Yes. Uh, Yeah, I did hear about that. So it's Pac-Man, the show, the game. I'm going to look it up. Yeah, okay. um, let's see. What about um, that... Do you remember that... that uh, I totally want a Sonic the Hedgehog, the, the janky Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. Yeah, definitely well, that's why I said Sonic game, X. You, you know that... Um, no, but I think, Tim, you're probably talking about like the... The, 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 the original Urkel the one. The Steve Urkel. Well, yeah. the, the, the serious the Urkel one or the... The, the daily goofy, one. Yeah, the goofy daily one, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, we had Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, which is Robotnik. kind of... Robotnik. 
Yeah, Robotnik, it's true. But, like, an actual, what's, what's like... What's the most extreme word we can get away with? So, like, an actual Sonic action game based on that, where you do the, like, dumb cartoon things he did in the cartoon, like cross-dressing to attract the robots and stuff. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I can find um, What was that, um, that Looney Tunes extreme... <laughs> uh, Looney Tunes sex stream. Yeah, it was lunatics. 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 Yeah, I want a lunatics game. That but it wasn't terrible. based on a game, so you're not going full circle. Yeah, oh, you're right. You're right. That's you're like right. that's like half of a hexagon. Is yeah. all that is. Come God on, I need some circles. <laughs> you gotta circle it up, baby. So yeah. Super Mario Brothers, the movie, the game. Yes, would be awesome. That would be a good. That one. would actually be totally. Awesome. Mortal Kombat, the movie, the game, uh, is would probably be exactly the same. It's the exact as... same game, except they just filmed the movie actors instead of the original. Yes. Actors. Yeah. I think that one would actually have the greatest chance at success had they done it back then. There's a lot of uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, uh, so Street Fighter, the movie, the game was basically just Mortal Kombat. Right. Except think, for Street Fighter characters. I think. Uh, I think. Um, Pokemon, the movie, the game, would be... Pokemon, the TV series, the RPG, would be huge. That would be pretty great. I think Pokemon, the movie, the game, would basically be Pokemon, but with a much more narrative-driven kind of thing. Like, there's a a very specific goal for you. Mm -hmm. Um, That would be be all right. I would probably play that. I'm having a hard time thinking of what there's been. There's been, you know... Like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat have been done a million times. There was a there was was there a Doom movie? I think there was a Doom movie. Yeah, there's right? a Doom movie. There's uh there's a Blood Rain movie. Yep. There was um Silent the House Hill. of the Dead movie. So House of the Dead movie would be Alone like, in the Dark. So House House of the Dead movie game would be a, a a game based on a movie based on a game based on movies. Yeah. So that would be pretty cool. That'd be a good one. It would just it would it would it would be so far removed from its original source material that it would be as if aliens uh, had were just explained what a zombie game is and that they went for it. There's Cannon Lynch as well. Was there a Cannon Lynch movie? Or Hitman. There was Hitman, I'm sorry. Hitman, Hitman the movie the game, yeah. I'd watch a Cannon Lynch movie. I know you would. I'd, I, it was supposed to be... No, there is a, there is a Cannon Lynch movie. Really? Is it already out? Yeah, like uh, I think maybe a few years ago. What? No. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. It's not. It's not yet released. But it, there you it go. That's the answer. I've been playing Max Payne three off and on the last week. Awesome game, but if it were Mark Wahlberg doing the voice of the hero, <laughs> and the guy looks like Mark Wahlberg, there you go. Awesome game. That's but... what I want. That's exactly what I think the answer to this question is. No, Max Payne but... four or M four X P four Y N E. Uh Max Payne four with Mark Wahlberg as Max Payne. I think that's the final answer. What what I want is uh I want um Silent Hill answer. Silent Hill the movie The Game with Sean Bean. which is just uh it's just a Sega you make Sega CD you make the movie FMV game using Silent Hill the movie using Silent Hill the movie and it only plays on Sega CD. How That's about a I, remake? Okay, okay, a remake of Silent Hill one, like a a shot for shot remake of Silent Hill one, just in HD, 
with Sean Bean voicing the hero. It would be fine, except that's the, it. The problem of you'd have to uh, also Sean keep Bean. the fog. Yeah, keep the fog. Yeah, sure. Why not? They, 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 when they made that HD collection, they just they ruined all the fogginess. They made it mm-hmm. all sharp, and all the mystery was gone. And then it unscarified itself. That was a dumb thing that they what did. If, what if David Lynch directed a Deadly Premonition movie? I would hang out with that. I would be disappointed by it. <laughs> sure. You could uh, do how, that about, too. how about how um, about Darkstalkers, the animated series, the game? Yeah, man, why not? Street Fighter, the Japanese movie, the game would be awesome. Yeah, I did you ever see Street Fighter Two, the movie, the Japanese no. movie? No, I it's, it's totally awesome. Have you ever seen it, Brandon? Mm, no. Oh man, it is definitely a thing worth uh, watching and hanging out with. All right. It's awesome. Just look it up on YouTube. It's totally awesome. Maybe I will. Maybe. Oh you man, will. there's also that Tekken movie. Answers, Max Payne. Starring Mark Wahlberg, Max Payne 4 with Mark Wahlberg in it. That's the full circle. Max Wahlberg. I think the answer is Robotnik. No Robotnik. Chili Dogs. (laughs) Robotnik Chili Dogs game time. It's like... like That was the wrong sound. Every every other ring is a Chili Dog, Um, so it's like ring, Chili Dog, ring, Chili Dog, and you're just like... And then he says Chili Dogs every time you collect them. Every, no, every time you eat it, he just, like, burps, and it's horrible. Chili Dogs! Yeah, and when he's upset with something, he says, Really, dog? (laughs) <laughs> really, dog? Chili dog. On okay. the topic of chili dog sound effects. Uh, I love those. Final topic of the evening. F-T-O-T-E. Misophonia is a neuro- neurological disorder that makes its victims extremely sensitive to certain noises. Yeah. Uh, you guys are both sufferers of this condition. That's, that's true. true. And you're both game developers. Come up with a serious game educating people on what your lives are like. A serious game? Well, it doesn't have to be serious, but come up with a game that, that educates people... About misophonia, yeah. it's hard well, to do because it's it like everybody has their own things that that make them crazy. Um, but I think you could do something. You know, it's easy to it's sort of easy to sh- not easy, but it's possible to show people things like claustrophobia and things that make them anxious. And like that um, that amnesia game mm-hmm. made people really anxious and weirded out and like. Uh, yeah, they like freak out and things. So something, something that makes people kind of freak out, even though something mundane is happening, mm-hmm. um, would be the drive. I think. What do you think, Tim? Uh, yeah, I think that's part of it. But I, I also think that it's kind of like hard to make a game to. I don't know. Like the thing is, I, I just I get disgusted by anybody eating anything. Really, as even yeah. especially myself, right? The yep. I mean, and every time I ever try to talk to somebody about it, ever, they they think I'm joking, and they they just go out of and not not every time, but a lot of the time they will go out of their way to make, make more disgusting sounds yeah. and laugh at me because they don't think it's serious. And I when I when I phrase it that way. I realize that there are a lot more problems that are a lot more serious than my problem. So I guess that's not the question, though. No. Uh, it's If we were, like if there were a misophonia council that was going to give us a game to, <laughs> to let people know about this, it would, you know, it would... It's hard to make a game about an abstract thing because like right. this because certainly just having the sounds happen a lot is not going to 
change anything for anybody because you know they had these Carl's Jr. commercials in the 90s. Uh, which was when I really realized that I was totally different from other people because I hated these commercials so much. Because of the chewing sounds. The chewing sounds. It was the whole, if it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face campaign. Mm. And they had these chewing sounds. It it was just like totally silent except for the sound of a person chewing. And it was disgusting. And, And I was like, this is absolutely the worst thing I've ever experienced on television. And I asked my friends... You know, in high school or whatever, like, does does this appeal to you? Does it make you hungry? And, and some apparently of my friends it were does. like, yeah, it it it. This is makes me totally ready for yeah, some grub. Bro. Makes me wanna makes me wanna eat a a hamburger. So it makes me get grub ready. So you can't do it directly. It's got to be kind of an allegory. And yeah. and so I, like the thing f- that helped my mom know that it was a real thing was seeing the New York Times talk about it. You know, <laughs> yeah. So she was like, "Hey, so this is we that were, thing that you've been complaining about for your entire life." So we were saying last week how some of the worst sound effects we have, uh, uh, the the worst sounds in games were like I said, Bioshock when you eat something, and yeah. there's this huge lip smacking sound. I want to point out, by the way, for anybody listening, imitating eating sounds to me actually sounds way more grotesque than a real person eating. So when someone goes, this guy was chewing really loud, it was like, and then making a sound effect, that actually grosses me out more than the real eating sound. Uh, Just a little factoid. My mom has a a borderline clinically diagnosable habit of describing the taste of a food with a really loud, like, baby talk volume volume food chewing sound effect like I was eating this spaghetti and it was so and then she'll make this sound for like 10 seconds and I'm just like is she broken what is what is what is happening <laughs> right and and she'll just do that and then she'll be like you know I didn't like that other brand of peanut butter the skippy's so good but that other stuff it's like and then she'll make this sound Right, like a uh. different a different sound that is indicating disapproval. And I'm looking at the YouTube comments, even though I try not to. How did you deal with being in a ramen restaurant? Someone asks. Listen, jerk. I'm a vegetarian. Ramen is not vegetarian. I didn't yeah. go to ramen restaurants. Indeed. Uh, and second of all, in the presence in the presence of people who uh, who were eating ramen, I just felt grossed out, and I tend to listen to music when I eat, and uh, ramen restaurants are also pretty loud with uh, in Japan in general is very restaurants are very loud uh, ear splittingly so with jingles and radios. Anyway, so, so we let, were saying... Let me, let me steer we were, this back a little bit. I, I'm steering it back myself. Okay, so ahead. we were saying with Bioshock, the hideous eating sounds, uh, sometimes I don't want to look in a drawer in Bioshock because there's food in there, right? So... I don't want to recover my health. So how about a really hard beat-em-up game that is also really fun, addictively so, to a point where people just want to play more. But getting a power-up causes this huge ear-splitting sound <laughs> that, that uh, you, you have to, if you turn your speakers off, the game you can't knows, play it. Yeah. and it, it'll stop playing. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but like when you're really affected by a bad sound, you're kind of incapacitated temporarily, right? Yeah, to a point where I, I, I feel, I don't know about Brandon, but uh, I feel extremely nauseous when I hear 
a, a person chewing loudly, particularly an apple or, yes, uh, a, a, some sort of soup uh, or noodles yeah. that require a lot of sucking. Slurping. Yeah. I, I, get, I, I get really, like, jittery and just physically upset. <sighs> it, it happened recently at the, when I was at... Uh, out in the woods with some dudes, and a dude started eating an orange, and I just said, nope, and I got up and walked away. Just juices <laughs> moving around. Someone breathing through their mouth while eating, like, half a banana in one bite, or yeah. breathing through their nose while eating half a banana. You and then just hear their nose hairs vibrating? You so, add, a, add a clicking jaw to it, add, like, some semblance of rhythm to it, and then if it's just, like, a, like a soundproofed room, yes, I did hear a guy eat a banana in a, in a soundproof room in a, in a music studio once just eating a banana breathing through his nose and I'm standing there and I'm like oh god what's happening it, I think the thing that we would really need to get across is that it temporarily makes you hate that person that's making yeah. that sound it is, it, it's just like that person is inflicting upon you the worst torture and they're ignorant of it which makes them also then appear stupid they're yeah, like right. hateful and stupid at the same time and, and, it's, and it's not, not their fault <laughs> yeah and it's not that you actually feel that and, way and it's just you, you're so affected by the noise that your brain is just like enemy right yeah well yeah it's 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 enemy but it's like it's a personal affront it's like why yeah. are they doing this awful thing to me so it's got to be a game where you know things can become enemies by making horrible sounds that, you know, frankly, we can gross people out with these sounds if you play them up enough and, uh, yeah. you know, or if you just repeat them a lot. Or... But I could just never play this game. You can't, yeah. No. <laughs> You'd have to design it uh, from a yeah. distance. <laughs> but uh, that actually wraps up our show. There's a, We're not going to do lighting round because I don't feel like it. So. No lightning round. Um, this has been the Answer Credit Podcast, uh, episode number 45. 45. Keep with us on the Facebook. We are at uh, facebook.com forward slash IC podcast. Uh, you can learn about uh, what we're up to over there. We're, we're working on a best Sega Genesis games of all time show that was... Uh, supposed to happen today because today is the 20th anniversary of the release of the thing, or the so, 25th, 25th anniversary of the release. So I think we'll be doing it next week. However, uh, next week we'll we'll be recording on Tuesday the 21st, which is the day that the next Xbox is being unveiled. The next box, yes. Next, next box. box. So uh, to be determined, but we're definitely doing that show eventually. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, Frank Cifaldi, uh and I'm Tim Rogers. I'm Brandon Sheffield. And this is podcasting. Podcast over, yeah!